Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello. This is a very fun and silly episode full of laughter that you're in for this week. My guest is the excellent actor and broadcaster Maddie Anholt. It falls upon me first, though, to thank you big, massive loads. If you're already spreading the word about this podcast, I am hugely grateful. If you're not, then please may you start, tell the world about it, or even just your friends, or just your mum. When you rate, review and subscribe to this podcast, that's doing us a huge amount of good as well. Also, I've got some well fun shit to invite you to. There's still a few tickets to the live shows I've got going on at the Hen and Chickens Theatre in Islington on the 27th and 28th of January. There are massive guests at those, like Lou Sanders, Zoe Lyons and Anthony off of the last series of Bake Off. And he's cooking, baking, I should say. You should totally come. Go to unrestrictedview.co.uk forward slash the hyphen hoovering hyphen podcast hyphen live. Also, I'm working up a new stand-up show and tickets are out now for two big previews I'm doing as part of the Leicester Comedy Festival on the 22nd and 23rd of February. So if you're anywhere near Leicester, I'd really like to see you at those. I've probably booked slightly too big a room for my popularity, so I'm very, very, very keen to get people in there. It's only a fiver. Ticket links are on the homepage of my website, jessicafosterq.com, and that's where I list all my other gigs and previews too. Finally, and it's a big one, if you've got any spare dosh, please may I implore you to help fund this podcast? 
It's still effectively making me a juicy loss so far, but A, I'm in it for A, the love, and B, the optimistic long haul, because it is growing, and hopefully that means my patron can grow too. If you go to patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot co dot uk forward slash the hoovering pod, you can swap money for really cool rewards, and I can afford to put more time, money and equipment and energy and love into this brilliant beast of a podcast. Also, the live shows I was on about just then before, there's few in London, there's more being announced all the time. And if you're an above $5 a month patron, you get discounts to all of those events. And if you do above $30 a month, you get free tickets. I know. And, 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 way to become a patron now, and you do it for over $10 or $10 a month, for those patrons only, and people who are those patrons only in mid-January, so you've got a little while, but why not sign up now? Um, you'll receive a very special bonus episode that's just for you, that celebrates Sir Hoovering's first birthday. It's going to be recorded privately with some of my favourite guests from the past year who I'm taking out to dinner. And that's going to be turned into an episode just for my patrons above $10. So, I mean, even if you can only afford to do it that for January... <laughs> Do it, just do it for January. Sign up in December and then sign off again at the end of January. I shouldn't say that. Stay, stay being my patron forever. But that would be how you sneak at that episode. Basically, be a te- be a ten dollar patron when it when it crosses over to uh, from December into January. If you don't want to do that, maybe get it for a friend. Anyway, anyway. Let's get on with the week's podcast. Marianne Holt kindly made me a beautiful roasted beetroot fig salad over at her place in South London. Little trigger warning, anyone who it's really unhelpful to hear people talking about weight loss bollocks, um, Maddie does do a little bit of that, but she doesn't do anything that I don't call her out on, or there's nothing said that isn't clearly made a joke out of, and I hope you'll agree, it was all so fun and funny, and it does definitely eventually come very much full circle on that front. Uh, We had a lot of fun talking, as I think you'll be able to tell. What is this? It looks lush and it smells lush and I want to eat it now. Can I eat it? Now? Go, let, let's eat it. Love it. Sweet potatoes. So, yeah, some of this is what's been left that I need to cook. Good. <laughs> That's the sweet I like that. Um, Do you eat all of this fig? Mm. Do you eat the outside? I googled it. Oh. Don't worry, I googled it. So, I'm on a health kick at the minute. Right. And I'm doing. I kind of go into these phases where I get like really into. So like last week I was really into bone broth, roasting a chicken, boiling, that sounds gross, but it's really nutritious Yeah, and really good for weight loss. And delicious. And delicious. This week I'm really into autumnal salads. Nice. Mm. Bone broth is so good for you though, isn't it? Mm -hmm. They did it in prep for a little bit. Oh, it's great. It's really big in the States. Is it? Mm. It's not very vegan. But it is in the sense that... It's no, bloody I should great. stop using I mean, a vegan word. It's ethical in the sense that it's using a bit that lots of people would bin. Well, totally. Because no one thinks to make... Not no one. Lots of people wouldn't think to make their own stock anymore. Mm-mm. But that stock is... If you... Uh, roasted chicken anyway, you've got to get the bones and lob them in a pot. Yeah. What do you just stick in there? Like an onion and a couple of carrots? An onion and a couple of carrots. If you want, you can mm. do... Like... A few rice noodles if you want to mm-hmm. shake it up a little bit. Um, but I do that and it will last me the week. And if I'm out mm. all the time, I just bung one pot in the freezer and then I just eat one. I drink one more. 
and then it fucking fills you up so yeah. much yeah it's full of protein as well it's full got of protein. protein full I'm of wharfing this because it's so delish good. by the way and um yeah it like plumps your skin plumps your skin and it, um, literally, that sounds like bullshit Maddie. no for real I'll tell you why so I was thinking your skin looked stop <laughs> no, no. walking down Rixton High Street I don't know what you're talking about right walking down Rixton High Street don't tell Lyre's me someone came up and said is your skin no. <laughs> have you inflated your skin <laughs> no they went which I'm going to tie the story in with one of the best chat I've ever heard yes please he came up to me pointed at me oh my favourite way to search <laughs> had his mobile phone out and went um babe oh seven <laughs> Oh, five one. What? <laughs> I thought it was one of the best chaplains. Oh my god, the confidence! Oh, it's the confidence. And I, and he, he was about eighteen years old. And I said, "Babe, I can tell you right now, I'm a bit older than you, and I don't think it's going to work. So we should leave it." And he went, "No, you're not. How old are you?" I said, 30. He was like, <laughs> And then he went, "You do not look thirty. You look 20. I had just drunk bone broth. I don't know. <laughs> What you're saying is bone broth has such qualities that it can what I'm saying is, yeah. make you look de- a decade younger. A decade younger. I and get you. the most confident chat up happen to you <laughs> ever. Brilliant. Oh my God, I love it. But I'm big into autumnal salads, mm. so... So we've you, got... We've got sweet potato, lush. We've got some... Yeah, so we do, essentially, just get bed of leaves, any mm. leaves you want. I mix in a little bit of rocket, a little bit of spinach, get a baking tray, crumble up some walnuts, tiny little bit of olive oil, a little bit of salt, slice up some beetroot, whack that in the oven. So you roast it. So you get Yeah, so you just toast it so it's got a nice little just um, Is it just oil? It tastes like maybe you've got a bit of balsamic involved. It's got a tiny bit of balsamic, Mm, it's got a bit of maple syrup, which goes nice. Oh, yum, yum. Yeah. And then another thing, you just get your figs, which are Mm. in season right now. Right. 13p or 23p at Lidl. So, really? Yeah. Um, slice them Quite up. easy to grow, apparently, in this country, too. Great. Um, Magic. Have it with a little bit of feta or goat's cheese if you want. I haven't had feta for ages, I and it is bloody lush. Feta to goat's cheese is a bit healthier. Is it? Ish. Is it? Ish. Why is it healthier? No, it does it say they're healthier on the front? It says it's healthy. <laughs> person for reading shit and believing it or what I you mean no offence but can I just tell you what I did earlier it plumps your skin <laughs> I've got more I'll continue <laughs> I went on trigger Instagram. warning for anyone gullible listening to this Maddie is an actor and a comic not a dietitian not a nutritionist certainly not a fucking scientist I've or got to more. be trusted at all I'm looking forward to the more I've got more I was on Instagram. You know you get those uh, tailored ads. Oh God! Well, I'd been talking about getting eyelash uh, stick on eye- no like glue mm. on eyelashes mm. for a casting because it required it. I'd only been talking about that. Then on my Instagram, I saw this new craze, which is magnetic eyelashes, no glue. Yes. Well, what did I do today? I went and fucking bought them. They don't work. They're no. shit. You bought something you were advertised yeah. at. Well, now they're going to go nuts for you. I know. You've become a much more valuable social media user because of Bloody that. Bloody no, it's terrible, isn't it? On that note, I'm on, um, I've lied about my date of birth on social media because mm. I don't want people knowing everything about me. Mm. Um, but I think I put 1st of 
January 1929 on Facebook. So all my targeted ads. I'm really confused. I can tell that I've had a kid. So it's a mixture of toys, nappies, and then like easy access baths and hearing aids and adult nappies. Oh, I love that. Yeah, is that? Um, Do you buy any? They're going to think I'm so old by the time I die. Mm. Unless I die young. No, I've never bought anything off an ad. Um, off, off of social media oh, yet. terrible. Mm. They've got me a cropper, I tell you. <laughs> Is that the phrase? Yeah. Um, I've clicked the links for clothes on Instagram. Yeah. I think they're so confused if they think that I'm someone who buys a lot of clothes. Um, no, I don't... Mm, no, but my best place... No, I sound like a right, whatever, I don't care. It's trade. You mean to trade? No. Charity shops, one in Brixton. Oh, nice. At the moment, they've got a sale, everything for £2, and it's uh, bloody good. This sounds right up my strata. Yeah, and it's really good stuff. Like, it's not just a charity shop, it's got fucking wicked stuff in it. I've got yeah, a lot from it's there. like an exchange shop. Mm, well, you can bring some of it. It works like any charity shop, I think. Um, but I've got, last time I went in there, Michael Kors dress. French and action top. Something, something. Because I think so. It's a bit more like Matadam, where it's all labelled stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like um, no, ish. No, it's more like a charity shop. But yeah, so there. Is it just like a charity shop? Except absolutely no money goes to charity, Maddie. I don't know, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> the clothes are wicked. <laughs> really, you can get a bargain um, there. I just want to talk about this because I'm not going on the because I'm just wolfing it because it's so lush. But mm. I love how sweet the beetroot is and I love how toasty and like chardy the wa- walnuts taste. Mm. And I love feta because I've missed it and not had it for ages. And the basil, this basil, I don't know if you mm-hmm. shouted about the basil. Mm-hmm. That is so fit with everything else going on in here. So much sweet stuff, so much salty stuff. And then like really toasty moments. Mm. Yeah. I mean, because I, it just tastes like autumn to me when you toast a few mm. little... And we're getting bits of orange and like orange colour and purple mm-hmm. colour. Mm-hmm. And a good way for me to eat healthier mm-hmm. is to not like if I starve myself or I'm just going to eat this little thing mm. and then not eat for or eat two three. Li- I just I will hit three o'clock mm-hmm. and I will find any sugar or any carbs. Yep. And just make put it all together in a pot. And That's eat why it we shouldn't restrict ourselves no. and starve ourselves, and no one should. So with. Salads, what I'll tend to do is make a massive one and make, like, eat, if I can, if I've got yeah. time, each day or a couple of times a week, put loads of really crazy ingredients in there and just see what works. Yes, just mix it up. Mm. I wonder what the, like, the origin of the word salad is like. Leftovers, in a bowl, all together. It does feel like that. Mm. So I want to know about you. Haven't you got, like, some sexy-ass mix-up background? You told me you were going to cook... Persian, oh, yeah, Dutch, Irish, something. Shit, that never happened, did it? But that was going to be carnivorous, which is why we didn't, I Oh, think. yeah, you're right. Tell me everything, and tell so me what it means in terms of eating. So, it just means I eat anything and everything. <laughs> that's the only Brilliant. That's the only thing. Mm. So, my dad's Dutch, my mum is Irish. So, on my mum's side, it's like real Irish Catholic, mm-hmm. like hearty food. I was going to say a lot of potatoes, and I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> But a lot of good, like, they're good on the yeah. comfort food. Right, yeah, 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 warming. Yeah. I've spoken to a surprising amount of people with Irish mums on this podcast. Really? Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. And then, way back, well, not way back, well, a couple of generations back, it's the Persian-Iranian roots. 
we got yeah. going. Um, so in ter- but in terms of cooking and putting it all together, like when we were growing up, my mum's a wicked cook. Oh, my dad. Oh, nice. Okay, nice. She would just like ev- and this is we were spoiled because mm-hmm. every day would, was a home cooked meal. Oh yes, that's not spoiled. That's the way forward. Mm. We didn't have a microwave. I didn't have oh, a microwave till I was 23, 24. Wicked. Did you mm. grow up in Dorset like me? Yeah. Yeah. Where did you grow up again? Swanage. Swanage, yeah. Were you in Lyme? Mm-hmm. Lyme Regis. It's really similar to Swanage, you mm. know. It's just, it's just all you've really got is a U-bend. It's more It's more down talk. It's, and um, then, but it's great. When, do you have a thing when, when I come back? Because I used to, I worked everywhere. Mm. So I was like a boots girl, worked in boots <laughs> yeah. for ages. I worked in all of the pubs. I worked in the tea shops. I worked in all the fish and chip shops. <laughs> yeah. I worked in all the little bakeries. Just not Labrooks, basically. <laughs> exactly. But I remember when I got offered I a place. Didn't want to hang out with my dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got offered a place at Jarvis Court. I remember they ran a story in the Lime News that said <laughs> that said from Lime Regis to Hollywood. <laughs> Sometimes, because it's quite often the same people will mm. come back and you'll hear like, I think that's Maddie, that's one of the, she's in, she lives in London, she lives in London, she doesn't, she lives in London, yeah, she's an actor. She lives up London, eh? <laughs> yeah. She's an actor, is she now, what was she in? You've been in these She's Sanders. a female comedian now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Female you you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Lovely. I love it, it was a wicked place to grow up, but in terms of food, mm. I mean, Fish and chips, but that was like the only takeaway there was. Yeah, the only takeaway. I didn't have a McDonald's till I was in my late mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, that was a treat because it would mean you were on a car journey somewhere. Yeah. And we only really ever got McDonald's breakfast, which yeah. means it's McDonald's breakfast is the only McDonald's thing I really care about. Mm. But the thing about me and with food is, if I eat shit, mm-hmm. mm, I'm knackered. Not. Just yeah. for a couple of hours for the entire day. Yeah. So, yeah. but I'm terrible because I'm a real sugar addict. Good because I bought you some sugar. <laughs> I'm pudding. terrible. I think if we've eaten this much raw green leaves, mm. that um, that's what I think too. It basically, I think the science behind it is it, um, <laughs> it, 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 it plumps. <laughs> The plums of butt cheeks. So, so much you need to. That if there's you, like, it leaves you with a cookie shaped hole shape. exactly in your heart. Cookie goes straight to your heart, as in <laughs> it just provides just love. Mm, yum in my tongue. So, I've done five half marathons and one full marathon now. No. I think I'm probably done now. I can't imagine it. Yeah. I do hate running. Yeah, well, I kind of now, I've got to put my hate it. I can run 10 minutes on a cross trainer, or that's it, really. But the years that I run marathons, mm-hmm. I, I... I know already that my last question is going to sound like the cruelest question possible now. <laughs> but I didn't know that you'd done all these marathons. Mm. We'll get but, to it when we get to it. Um, so, like, the years I do half marathons and marathons are wicked for yeah. work. Oh, really? Because of the willpower and the dedication that you need. Right. Especially, like, I knew this was going to be a wicked weird. Okay, I did get to the end of August and go, what the fuck, I've run a marathon, give me something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. But just because of dedication, (laughs) I mean, 
It's been, it just makes you go crazy. I'm taking a picture of this empty plate because I just... I can't remember the last time I've like just breathed a meal in like that. That was so Hoovered. delicious. Who's it? I hoovered it up. <laughs> so yummy. Thank you, my love. Mm. Mm. Wowzers. Tell me about... We did a short together that you had created mm. called Dealing with Dickheads. <laughs> Tell me about a time someone has been a dickhead about eating. Oh, God, I know already. I was dating a guy. I fucking hate fussy eaters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could not be in a relationship with a fussy eater. No. It's just, I mean, no. yeah, all right, everyone's got something that they don't really like. But, like, literally to go, I don't like bananas and I don't like... Like the most basic, I don't like pasta. I don't like rice. Um, anything with oil in, don't like it. Don't like yogurts. And you're like, you're just making this shit up. Yeah. And so I was it was dating a guy, and I broke up with him because of it. Really? Yeah, you left someone because they were fussy. Fussy, so. yeah, I can't do it. Oh, Maddie, I can't love you more. <laughs> can't do it, mate. Just like, hang on, not another thing you don't like. I can't do we're it, mate. And it was like it was just stupid stuff, <clears throat> like for the sake of it. And then and then when I'd cook. He'd do like what kids do, like with his like fork and his knife, and pick it out and put it on the side of his plate. And I'd just be sitting there going, "You want to have a word with his parents, don't you, really?" I know. So yeah, that's that's being a dickhead in terms of eating. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Take it you're not fussy then. Imagine now if you were like, well, saying that actually I don't like him. Wheat, I don't like him. No, I mean, if it's, I'm better with healthier stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll eat a burger for sure. Yeah, yeah. But everything in moderation. Yeah. Including moderation. As Oscar <laughs> Wilde said. Well, <laughs> 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 um, it's just true though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Is there anything you don't like? I'm not very good with very, very spicy stuff. Oh, really? Mm. I don't know what I go I've just gone oh really as in like because up until this point we've basically been twins and then it's like oh I'm afraid we don't agree on that you pervert I really like this spicy stuff but you're not into it it just ruins stuff I suppose lots of people say it really if it's overtakes and you can't taste the others can't taste what's in a thing I get a bit panicky to be honest I'm like oh oh, it's never going to go on I'm going to feel like this river yeah that's what I think really? that's come from eating a vindaloo when I was very young. Oh, and being rude, like almost traumatised then. Traumatised, yeah. Mouth trauma. I think I need like vindaloo therapy or something. I think you should. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I think I'm a big advocate of all the therapies. <laughs> It'd be quite funny if, it, if you had so little going on in your life that what you took to your shrink was your, the fact you got a bit sweaty when you had a really good curry. <laughs> Oh, um, my um, partner Mikey's. Um, he gets a full head of sweat on if he has a nice and spicy knickknack. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I never thought I'd end up with someone like that. <clears throat> well, no. <laughs> I have. It's a bit late, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit late now. I'm me, with him. Like that's a, a good first date. Is a um, although I don't. It's. Di- I was going to say going to a restaurant. That's hard because. When you do go on that date, you think, oh, God, if you're a twat, or I just don't, I'm not into yeah, you now. We're locked in for a certain amount of time. Yeah. yeah. I think it's maybe a second date is a, it's food related. Yeah. Because to me, that's when I need to just lay out the basics in front of him. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> not a euphemism. <laughs> that's what you called your tits. <laughs> Meet the basics. <laughs> Meet the basics, you can get down there later. <laughs> 
that's quite a good idea actually yeah mm. no I'm, ha- I'm so happy being single at the minute oh, I nice. hit 30 in December yeah and I went ah! for about a month yeah I'm like <laughs> did you hit that up on the 30th birthday or before it before I know six months before out of nowhere than one mm. of the horriblest mm. patches of black dog about six months before mm. turning 30 mm. and then I had another one again out of, and I was like afterwards I was like right I'm prepared for that I don't deal very <laughs> well with landmarks and then I had another one on my son's first birthday and I was like oh not having one on other people's fucking landmarks that's not fair <laughs> but I think it's a very normal human thing and especially when you're yeah. a driven ambitious person mm. as we both are then you're going to have expectations for yourself and you're going to crush yourself with those occasionally I think so and I keep saying my, my go-to thing at the minute I have been asked quite a lot like oh who are you with and oh what about setting it down whatever is I've chosen my career actually yeah and I don't think I have to make that choice career or relationship but that is the thing that I'm saying well, well that's the, the main thing you've got going on at the moment and that's nice my twin I've got a twin brother my twin he's just got a new little bubba he's so cute Aww. in Berlin with his partner who and she's 37 which is Amazing. fucking great for me because that's all I need to do and I don't even need to speak yeah. whenever anybody goes oh Maddie's a 30 I just point at her She's 37, mate. 37. Just said another one. Mm, she's related, sort of, by blood. Yeah. She's doing that for us. Mm. So, Leave me alone. Yeah, I'll wait seven years, thanks very much. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd like to have about six kids with scientifically impossible gaps between each Ooh. so they could technically all bring each other up. Mm. Mm. Let's get back to topic. <laughs> <laughs> Hangover, what you're having? Anything carbs, to be honest. Carbs, going to carbs over sugar. Straight carbs. Fat or salt. Yeah, straight carbs. Um, but then again, like, I go, oh, I know if I eat this, I'm going to be tired. And I'm already mm. fucking tired. You're so tired anyway with a hangover. You're not really thinking about the consequences. Yeah. Our good friend, Wendy Wason. Yeah. She told me about a book called The Naked Mind. Oh, God. Mm, read it. We'll make you never drink alcohol again. I was doing a thing of like, <laughs> As we all do, but like coming and being like, oh, have a little glass of wine. Yeah. Oh, have a gin and tonic, or have a couple. And then, mm. but what I find is that my creative mind switches off between like two and seven or eight. Yeah. And then it comes back on at like nine. Yeah. But if I've already had a couple, it's really hard for me to. So yeah, I just went, them. yeah. And I got into this thing of not drinking and just coming out with like formats and this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I can never drink again. But I think I'm, I have just got to a point now where I go, if I go out and I do drink and whatever, it's yeah. fine, but just hit me with the bread. White baguette yeah. and butter. Whoa, good shout. No one said that. So tell me this, when you have a baguette, mm. are you more about the crusty outside or the oh, fluffy inside? Give me that crust. You're a crusty outside. Mm. Do you know, me too, and we make great friends with, I've said this on this podcast before, but it was enough episodes ago that I'm going to fucking say it again. My friend Maya, when she gets a baguette, mm. and you know if Maya's been near a baguette because the whole inside has been burrowed out. Oh, wow. So she's just a great baguette share mm. with a crusty outside person like you or me. Wow. Is there anything that you eat in a really particular well, way? Well, my favourite thing probably ever in the world, but I can't really keep eating it, is a really nice crispy baguette, but with it enough white fluffy in the middle like there's yeah. a fine balance shitload of butter mayonnaise salty butter unsalted butter salted mm. and mayonnaise yes oh. um, some chicken but juicy chicken like, juicy like chicken. not white don't give me the white yeah. meat like some Good. real yeah. yeah 
some salad, a couple of bits of tomatoes and cucumber, and then you should barely be able to close it. I don't want, like, to be honest, if I'm being real filth, I'll stick some cheese in there as well. Yes, yes. I did not see that coming, Maddie. Cheese and meat, like... For cheese me, and chicken, chicken and cheese. Because mm. like if you a, think about it, if you were going to have like a Zinger burger, mm-hmm. cheese in there, mm-hmm. no one's complaining. No, they're not. It's just more fat. Yeah, it's great. You bridge the world of acting and comedy. Mm. Sames. I, because I'm from comedy, not drama school, mm. have only recently sort of, I suppose come to terms with some level of acceptance that there's a body type that's required of you by lots of people in casting Mm -hmm. outside of comedy Mm -hmm. that I don't have, won't ever have, and I'm in the happiest place I've ever been and the most healthy mental place I've ever been, and probably Mm body-wise. I know what my natural setup is and I'm really fit Mm. and I'm just trying to... I'm doing lots of work with a therapist to eat intuitively yeah. and I'm anti-diet and mm-hmm. anti-restriction. Mm-hmm. I'm with you so, on 100%. What's interesting is I now, with that, have to try and love the skin I'm in. Mm. And it's funny when you're, when part of your work is in a world, I wonder whether you find this too, and I'm guessing so, if this is the first job you've ever had where yeah. they've, they've gone, I'd, li- I'd like you not to be mm. tiny. I guess I don't know. I want to know what your experience of that has been. Oh, it's the just, pressures of pressures in terms of body, body and stuff. I honestly think that's why I started doing comedy. I think I did uh, six years of it and went fuck this, and then yeah. went over to comedy and went oh, this is refreshing. I can be what I want. I can be what I want because I have the thing as well where I'm tall. Yeah. And I'm not over fucking six foot. Mm-hmm. I'm five eight, five nine. It's not yeah. even that tall, but I continually get you're tall for a woman. My God, you're tall for a woman. So I had a thing like yesterday where, and I saw it and went, oh, I shouldn't go to that. Oh, fuck it, I'll go. Get a lot of commercial castings and yeah. they're the fucking worst. And went in. What, for just overt comments on your appearance yeah, straight off the bat? Yeah, And it was, um, it was for a travel company and it was like you and a guy, you and a, your husband or whatever, you have these like, um, you know, what do they call them? Things on the beach. Just like, oh, I've forgotten the word. That you lounge on. Yeah. Oh God, what are they called? Dead chair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that so hard? Me. We didn't do much for feminism there, did we? <laughs> About five minutes to remember. Dead chair. Yeah. Do you lie on that? Whatever. And I thought, oh, well, you lie on it, so it doesn't matter because the amount of times I've been to ones where they pair you up with a man. Yeah. And it's always the man who is like a short ass. There's no nice ways to say it. He's a short ass, <laughs> and that's fine. That's his prerogative. If he wants to be short, or he's yeah. bald like that. But anyway, and there was a strapping, oh gosh, he was a strapping mixed race man, over six foot. I thought, this could actually be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was filming in Mallorca and I thought, oh God. And I was like sat there, yeah. not reading the lines, that was men alone, sat there thinking, oh, because we'd be in the same hotel, wouldn't we? And we'd be like, oh, sorry, we're late to the shoot. <laughs> anyway, so I was sort of thinking of that. You got he, quite far ahead of yourself. Really yeah. far. He then gets called up and to go in, he goes in with someone else and I'm like, oh, fuck you. Don't know what's that come from the same was, and then they give me the guy who, bless his heart, lovely guy, pretty shy and very short. So what happened was I ended up looking like I was just a like a man eater. Yeah. Because it was a bit where we had to dance, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know if I want to in the audition," and I was like, "Come on!" And I, looked, like, I was literally going to swallow him up. And so I just 
just knew by 10 yeah. seconds in, I'm taking a piss now. Yeah. And then what will happen is they'll just go, so there'll be lines like, oh, we know who wears the trousers in this relationship, which I fucking hate that anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we're, we're, I think I said something like, we're both wearing trousers. And they were like, meh, meh, meh. And then they walked out, and I hadn't even left the room, and they was like, <laughs> pissing themselves. So now I'm taking it upon myself to not go to castings like that. Yeah. Like I try, to be honest, that was a thing yesterday. But so when I, but what I find is TV ones yeah. are actually all right, nice because yeah. they they've asked for you, they've seen your stuff, they know what you look like. Yeah, and it's not. I think with commercial castings, so often you get to them, and then. You go, why haven't you cast that from a picture? Yeah, totally. Well, what, I, what annoys like, me I is... I don't understand. Especially when you go in there and they're like, okay, and, and then imagine something in the top right corner of the room. Have a look up at that. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thanks very much. Yeah. No, pardon. Excuse me. Excuse me, pardon. The funniest one I ever had was a couple of months ago and they went, um, okay, so what you need to do is just need to step up and just pretend like you've stood on a bucket. So I stepped and they went, no, but on the bucket. And I was like, but there's no... There's no bucket there. Yeah, just pretend like you are on a bucket. But I can't stand on the end. <laughs> just to make that clear in case I laugh, David. You said I can't stand on the air. I can't stand on the air. <laughs> she went, no, I know, but just in your mind. St- in my mind, st- I don't oh, know what you're asking God, of me. In my mind, stand Oh. It was, it was too much. The funniest one I, I ever did as well was when they went, okay, so you were at your daughter's school play... Um, and she's being a and she's being a fox, right? <laughs> now, it wasn't a fox. It was a Christmas advert. It wasn't a fox because there's no fucking foxes in the nativity. She was a sheep. It was a sheep, right? That was what was on there. And so I practiced because I was quite. This is quite soon after coming to Java School. I'd really been in the mirror. And now I don't give a fuck. I'd really practice. You can tell the people who've really been in the mirror when they're whispering into their wrists, and you're like, you want this too much? Too much. It's one line. Yeah. So I practiced what sheeps do. I'd looked, I'd done, watched YouTube. <laughs> so I went in and I was like, oh, so bless me back then. I really bless me. And I went in and she went, all right, so here's how it goes. Um, you're there, you're behind the stage and she gets really nervous and she's a fox and you're just going to do a fox impression to her. She's going to look at you yeah. and you're going to boost her. And I was like, sorry, no, it's, I think it's a sheep. She was like, no, it's a fox. Get on with it. And I was like, it's a sheep. I haven't practised a fox. You're not even having to be a fox. No. You're just having to look at a child with a supportive being, look. But doing like a fox. And so I just, well, that was over. Didn't get that one. <laughs> Fucking hell. I hate them. That's <laughs> my my day. Say scrum diddly umptious. No. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Have you ever had a travel that you remember particularly because of the food? A travel. A travel. So a oh, holiday oh. or a trip or an adventure or, yeah, one of those things. Where the food yeah, is Yeah, this is going to be terrible though. Like. Terrible thing to say, but yeah, I went to South Africa. Yeah, why is that uh, so Because I, I really ate a lot of meat of different... That's okay. <laughs> no, but that's... I want to know about it. So I... Do you braai? I had a braai, so I was there with my... Um, at the t- oh, it's all about fucking exes this but <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, an ex who was like a proper boor Martinez Christoffel Scots who was like a proper racist motherfucker oh, no <laughs> didn't know it. it was about 19 I was like oh my god he's like he man <laughs> just didn't my... also that's one other problem with growing up in the Shire Ooh, you really boy. have to learn how to spot <laughs> Spot yeah. the raging racism. Yeah, you don't smile at people down the street, do you? No. I still do it, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, he had he had long blonde hair, like in He Man, uh, big strapping fella, and uh, he we went over to South, to South Africa to visit his family, and um, they just there was just meat everywhere, like really? literally hanging from things from door frames, just dangling off of houses. Yeah, and they were like, no, we going to, but anything. Oh, so I had kudu. What's kudu? It's like a deer. Ooh. Mm, terrible. Um, I had ostrich. Mm. I had. Um, Why is it terrible if they've got loads of those things there? But what you think? Because there's a lot of them, you can eat them. Well, ish. Yeah. As long as they're not being bred just to be eaten. If there's the animals that naturally no, live there, that's true. But I think. But yeah, I mean, they don't probably don't need as much meat in their diets. Blah blah blah. But don't feel guilty about. I just want to know how lush it was or not. You're fucking great. Was it all t- yummy? But you know what? I can't eat a steak now. Well, I really? can. I mean, I can. Of course I can. But I think I consumed such an inhuman oh, really? amount of meat on that trip. <laughs> Literally, steaks for breakfast. They have steaks oh, for breakfast. No, I don't fancy that. They have, like, steaks for lunch, and then they have a bra. And I remember being at this, like, proper bra. How did you, you ever got- poo? Were there loads of veg with it? No, just meat. Just meat. And then I went over to talk to the the men, and all the women were like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe she's doing this. Oh my goodness, now." And um, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. They were like proper Afrikaner, and um, I now speak conversation Afrikaans, which is fucking useless. Sorry to any <laughs> Afrikaners. And uh, Pierre Novelli, do you know him? Yeah, he can chat with you. Oh, He's that's also good. spoken on this podcast about the lunacy of the gender divide at Abra. Ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, I had been so late. That was already like big points down. And I had a tattoo. They saw it big. <gasps> then I then they found out I wasn't hadn't been christened. Sounds like a religious cult. Mental. It sounds like a bit Handmaid's Tale, yeah. but with more meat. Yeah, it was just a that. really carnivorous Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, yeah. And I said to my Martinus Christoffel, I said, "Oh, I want to. I feel like I've let you know. I'm really in people's bad books for all the things I've done. Bless me, I haven't fucking done anything." Um, can you, like, what can I do? Can I speak some Afrikaans? And by this point, I'd annoyed even him because I'd stood with the men and I wasn't allowed to. And he was like, yeah, here we go. I'm going to teach you something. And um, 
just say it when you're at the table, okay? It, it, what it means is like your mother's very, your mother's nice or whatever. And I was like, okay, okay. And he's like, okay, goes like this. Now this is very rude, so people who speak Afrikaans, uh, your masa boost, okay, is what you say. So I was like, okay, your masa boost, okay. I think I've got it. And it's like, you must make sure that, that when you do this at the dinner table and when the food has been, and he really went into this explanation of Wednesday. So I was like, okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to win everyone back. And I just put a bit more meat, just stacked meat on my plate. And I looked up at his mum and I went, your master boost. <laughs> and everyone, the women, I mean, there were screams. People <gasps> left the table. It means your mother's... See you, Wendy. It means your mum. And he told you to and say it to his mother. Needless to say, that relationship didn't last very long. Yeah. What? Both. How hilarious. And he was like, I thought it was funny. I didn't think you'd do it. And I was like, son of a... Whoa. Yeah, crazy. Amazing. Amazing, though. But the meat God. was wicked. Yeah, it was delicious. Mm. I don't Just... know why it's reminding me of it, but on my French exchange, when I was 13, I stayed with the family, and afterwards... On the way home, we went to a French theme park, Futuroscope, right. it was called, and I opened up my suitcase in the hotel and everyone was like, <laughs> and it's because the family I'd been staying with heated their house with paraffin lamps, oh. so all my clothes stank of paraffin, oh. I had no idea. Anyway, they were very lovely, and um, your story reminded me of, like, I think the first night there, I was trying so hard to speak as much French as possible, because mm. that's the point of being there, mm. and they were feeders, like, as per most lovely families, like, mm. have some more, have some more, some more, have some more. And after, like, the thirds, I was like, no merci, uh, je suis plein, which literally I means I am full. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it means they all cracked up and it means I'm pregnant. <laughs> slang for I'm pregnant. Oh, and if wow. you want to say I'm full, you have to say, I have too much eaten, j'ai trop mangé. Oh, yeah. Which is not logical. Talking of which, should we have some pudding? Yeah. Have you tried these yet? No, please. So, prep, do a vegan cookie. Oh, hello. It's almond butter, double chocolate chip. I've got this thing about, like, like, I'll go, oh, I just said that doesn't look vegan. Yeah. Let's get that out of my head. What does vegan stuff look like? I shit? don't know. Yeah, this does actually look a bit like shit because it's <laughs> double chocolate chip cookie. No, I'm all over um, that. These are, I don't think it tastes vegan either. There's I think a... it's perfectly reasonable to think that something looks and tastes a bit vegan yeah. on the pudding front, certainly. Oh, I love it because it's got a crisp. Mm. Mm. Delicious. Not that was a little brat before, but I've really learned to be grateful. I think because I've gone, as we fucking all have, as comedians especially, I've gone through those times of being like, there is nothing in my cupboard. Mm-hmm. And so now when I can put nice things, especially healthy things on a plate, I am I really am grateful for you it. You know your privilege, yeah. Mm. Yeah, constantly checking my privilege on that front. Probably not enough. But oh, daily, I do. I think especially because I don't, and my partner takes a piss out of me because I I spend a lot of my money and I have nothing to show for it mm. because I don't spend money on cars and jewellery and clothes and makeup and getting my hair done. Yeah. It's all on food, yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree. It's all on good times. Because mm. that's... And I mean, I don't know. In some ways, I think, <laughs> stop taking a bit more care of my head. <laughs> what it looks like, I mean. Um, I'm really good at <laughs> looking after the inside these days. But I... Um, uh, I don't know. That's just what I. But, I do, but it's, nice, it's, it's what I love, so it's what I spend my money and my time and my energy on. But I don't know whether often enough I stop and go, "How lucky are you that you can 
I'll, you can go around a supermarket mm. and go, oh, I want to try that, I'll get some. Yeah, or, or, and go, or be pissed off when you go, well, I know that's out of season, but I want it, so where is it? Oh, there it is. Yeah. But like you were saying, like feeling spoiled to have had a home-cooked meal every day as a kid. Mm. That's just lovely. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have having no, caviar no, no. and foie gras every Mm-mm. bloody night. Like, it, same, I think the same with having a kid. It's like, I want, I want him to have the most delicious stuff that I've made, that mm. I've thought about. But at the same time, he better not ever be a dick about it. He better know how lucky yeah. he is to have yeah. blueberries in his porridge. <laughs> you know, <laughs> little toff. Mm. My favourite was the Ribena in the Weetabix. Oh, what's a pervert. <laughs> well, you didn't see in that little video, so what Maddie's talking about, I'll put it on Instagram and I'll... I can put a link to it, I think, can't I, in the podcast mm. notes. But um, my son poured his Ribena on top of his already milky Weetabix. <laughs> oh, God. And then I've made a video of just his hands. I don't put his face on social media anymore, but I... Not since he's a little baby, but... And then he's... I talk to him and I say, what? what's that you've made there and he goes my idea <laughs> and then you go and is it nice and then you see the spawn, spoon pause and he goes <laughs> and then really dramatically drops the spoon like, <laughs> but what I didn't have time to capture in those tiny little gift things because you just don't have time <laughs> for those things anymore before I started filming and asking, he was smashing it in. Really? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> I spoke to a comedian called Dave Longley, who's both his sons prefer their cereal in juice. Oh, no, man. No. No, I mean, I'm all for combinations, mixing yeah. it up, but... So when you're talking about having bare cupboards, mm. tell me about something you might make on a budget or you'd recommend for when you're on a budget. Oh, so back... Well, to be honest, I think that... The best shop in the world, FYI, for food is Lidl. Mm-hmm. Don't care what anyone says. No, I'm an Audi girl, but I like well, Lidl too. Yeah. Um, I mean, a weekly food shop can be mm-hmm. done for 20 quid. Yeah. Easy. So what I'll tend to do is I'll make up, I'll do a lot of bi- big things at the beginning of the week, and then I'll portion them up, and I'll either mm-hmm. freeze them or... Because otherwise I'll just mm-hmm. eat shit. So I'll make, like, I've got a roast chicken in the fridge, I'll cook that at some point this week. That will last me... In what, all the different things that yeah, I'll do yeah. with it, I'll make a chicken pie probably. I Very will good. make a b- bone broth for definite. Mm. Whatever I do with it, I'll just have it just a chicken. I, it, that will last me a very long time. Love it. Great thing about Lidl is that you can buy, there's always got things that are on offer, like star buys. And the star buys are fucking ridiculously cheap. Okay. And uh, there'll be things. Yeah, that's like, when you get like a bunch of spring onions for 15p mm, or something. Mm. Awesome. So what I'll do is I'll literally probably every week is I'll pick up all of them and I'll go, what can I make with this? And I won't think of it at the time. I'll just put it all in and then I'll make something with it. Mm. I mean, like, I'm a big one for rice. I love my rice. Mm. So I'll make things like... I love things with rice and salad and fish Mm. and things like that. So good. But I tend to not cook out of recipe books. Do you make it up? Yeah. By the way, I feel like we've eaten these cookies without really mentioning them. <laughs> they didn't. They were did you two are not? So someone who's wicked, very far from vegan, mm. didn't taste like a vegan cookie. Didn't taste like a vegan cookie. It's got everything you could want from a cookie, right? Mm-hmm. Crusty outside, chewy middle, mm. and it just tastes of chocolatey, chocolatey, chocolate. Oh, it's great. It's not missing any creaminess, mm. is it? Which is normally the issue. The only problem I probably have with it is I'd go out yeah, as vegan, so I'd just keep eating them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're ethically fine, yeah. 
I'd go, oh yeah, it's vegan though. So like that for me, I'm not going to count as my bad thing for the day. No, that's not a bad well, it's thing. It's not, is it? We just had a fucking salad. Yeah, so we've been through a really this. delicious salad yeah. with all the food groups <laughs> met. <laughs> but um, no, Mm-mm. perfect. Yeah, making things in bulk, I think, is a shit hot tip when you're on a budget. Ever had a not rosy relationship with eating? (laughs) With eating? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I am, you know, people go, I eat my feelings. Mm. That's me. That is me. And so I do tend to do that. And I think if I'm depressed (laughs) or I'm feeling shit... I will quite easily go and go and buy a massive share bag of wine gums and just mm. smash it, and probably a giant. I mean, I literally did it last week. Yeah. And then I have got a, as I've grown older, I'm getting a better mental relationship with food. So I don't, mm. I won't just sit there and be like, oh fuck, I'm so I feel so guilty. I shouldn't have done that. You know, for yeah. like, I won't do that anymore. I'll just be like, meh, okay, well I better go spending tomorrow or whatever. <laughs> I think it's compl- it's so complicated, isn't it? Because there's always these like. I've been honest about it on this podcast before, but I had a therapist before the one I'm with now who, and, it, and I started seeing her because of a breakup, mm. and she was amazing, and I had a year with her, we moved on to all sorts of other things, and at one point she said to me, what about eating? And I was like, yeah, love it. And then she was like, what, did, what have you eaten? Tell me what you ate in the last 24 hours. And it's, it was like someone had slapped me. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I died. No, thank you. Moving on. Um, I did not want to go there, but I'd, I'd never forgotten it. So I was very aware that at some point it's going to need addressing. But I put it up with this therapist and then she was like, and I described my eating and stuff. And she was like, okay. And then she just gave me all this literature for a binge eaters. <laughs> binge eating disorder. That's totally me. And I was like, oh. And I just had to have a week of, if I'm honest, just sobbing and rage mm. at the fact that I, how dare you say? Mm. that this is disordered eating this is just what everybody does yeah. and it is what an awful lot of people do a, 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 a tiny end of the spectrum mm. especially if you're someone who's been in and out of cycles of dieting and restrictive eating yeah. and all of this stuff where when that when that slips and when that goes because it's an impossible ideal then that's the yeah. fallback is oh not, totally but trying to work out when when you do it, why you do it, what you're feeling, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, has been one of the most, and I'm still on it, tumultuous, interesting, fascinating journeys. Just trying to have a look at how I'm feeling when I'm... But I don't, I don't have to be low or depressed. I can have any emotion. And I, and I will get a voice going, eat something, even when I'm not hungry. But I have a thing. When I eat something savoury, yeah. I have to have something sweet. My nana's like that. I have You're just to. like Irene Greenway. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am like Irene. I have to have something sweet. Mm. So I can't just be like, oh, that was a nice salad. Anyway, on with my day. I'll go, yeah, yeah. oh, what's sweet? And and what I'll do is... I wonder whether there's a physiological... But that's what... When your body asks for something like that, mm. and you go, right, there's habits, and then there's my body asking for stuff. Mm. That's... There's probably a physiological reason for that. I think a lot of it is habit, though, because I have always... So, like, my what I'll try and do is have something like a yoghurt mm. or something... Because when I restrict, then it's nuts. No. But um, I definitely... I mean, the thing is with me, what I need to learn is the very few times I've been blessed enough to be working longer stints on set. Yeah. When you're filming, 
there will just be the biggest amount of shit on yeah. a table all the time someone restocking it yeah. oh here's morning mid-morning snack and it's oh, crap it's, it's cr- like crap. it's often so crap it is crap and so I just had that and I did literally just have a time and that pissed me off because the last thing I filmed wicked um, cast and crew but went in and I went and we were filming a kind of period thing so it was kind of 60s, 70s and the fact is the 10, 12, 14 in the 60s and 70s is smaller than what yeah. it is now so what they've done is gone she's 10, 12, 14 we'll just get that but in the, in the vintage stuff so of course I didn't fucking fit any, any yeah, of it yeah. and then I literally got a couple of looks from some just going oh I thought you were size 12 I'm like I fucking am but I was in 2018 like, sizes. Yeah, 2018 uh-huh. sizes. So that was a thing for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck off. But I have actually mm. just come to a point now where I go, look, especially for women, our weight fluctuates up and down. And to yeah. be honest, unless you're going to find peace, you're never, ever... I mean, there's some women... You're going to be happy we've got one life. Mm. Let's spend... Let's enjoy them. Yeah. Let's enjoy them. Absolutely. If you're analysing shit all the time. I think it's a huge leap if you can get to the point where... When you have like a blowout, mm. and I'm at, I feel like a really similar point actually. Whereas I don't, I, I've, as I understand it, lots of people experience really awful emotional upset after binging or during mm. binging, and actually the whole thing can be so traumatic. And what, and I do, my therapist laughed like out loud, laughed, and she was like, "I think she's Greek." I hope she doesn't listen to this. Where she first said, "Tell me how you feel after you you binge," and I was like really nice <laughs> <laughs> really really nice <laughs> I do like I, I was like I really mm. I really am happy and pleased yeah yeah I mean I do I, I don't do. have any guilt do or shame not? around that's it. great I well it's not great as well yeah. <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> you're seeing that probably quite normal reactions to something that's technically self-harm but I mean <laughs> I will but then do you have no for no guilt ever ever oh no ever? at all of course ever 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 of course ever ever and there's also I also feel guilt now for the fact that I'm making a podcast about eating and I feel responsible when people with disordered eating listen to this and I'm meant to make sure that I never I don't ever want to glamorise diet culture and I don't want to glamorise binging either really obviously none of these things are ideal I but I'm an imperfect person who's still on a really long and complex journey so now my guilt comes in Mm -hmm. when I know that I'm not attuned to how I'm behaving. Yeah. And that's all I'm asking of myself is to listen to myself, to mm-hmm. stop when I'm full, to eat when I'm hungry, to take my time over eating. Mm-hmm. And I'm not... I yeah. don't even achieve that. My <laughs> life's too busy and complicated. I and know. So a week will go by and I'll think, oh, I wonder how I ate that week. I wasn't... I just wasn't noticing. Mm. No, but that is... I, I don't... All I know is that if I'm out... Like, when I was... I said this to you before we start recording, but when I had a period of time where I was between houses and I just could not find a flat in London. And once you're out of the, even renting, especially renting, when you're out of the renting bubble, it's like you can't fucking get in. Yeah. It's impenetrable. So I was staying with some friends on his child's bed for two weeks, three weeks, living out of a suitcase, all my stuff in storage. And <clears throat> they live way, way north London, yeah. a good hour down here. So I would, like, be travelling, and then I'd go, well, I'm sort of all the way down here now, so I don't want to go in. So I'd just find myself wandering the streets, oh. kind of going, I need a home. And then just that, for me, I went, I'm not going to care. 
on this occasion, I don't care what I eat. Yeah. I don't because the thing is, I was spending a lot of time in cafes, mm-hmm. and then I just got to a point where I was like. I don't give a shit if I've eaten an entire cake, to be yeah. quite honest with you, and drank a bottle of Prosecco. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And so I was spending a lot of time, and then once I finally then was... Because to me, it's so important to have somewhere stable, and yeah. I'm so particular about cleanliness. Yeah. And about being in a clean space, 100%. And so for me, not being in that space and kind of being, like, transient mm-hmm. affected my eating, affected me mentally. Yeah. And it took literally two months to get over that mm. and so now when I'm in a place where I do have just enough to pay my rent and just enough to buy food I think that's when I just went ah oh, gratitude yeah so now I'm I, I think I have a really healthy relationship with food now a termite is heading for earth that can crawl up into our noses and change our brains so that we can never really hear music again ah mm. it's the greed though randomly that it won't if you and it does have to be you I'm so sorry about this but do the Marathon de Sable it's the 156 mile one that you do over six days through the Sahara Desert sounds horrible it would be horrible but you do it you're a hero you saved humankind and we can all hear music again forever everybody loves you and you've gone down in history you're very tired and sweaty you're allowed to sort of have a shower and a snooze or whatever it is you need to feel human again but I want you in that kind of well enough post exercise high that you're like happy but you've realised now you are hungry mm-hmm. and your reward is the feast of your dreams I want to know it doesn't have to be loads it, doesn't, it can be whatever you want it doesn't have to be real it doesn't have to exist in order right. the people they don't, have to, they don't even have to be alive mm-hmm. let alone you already know them but I want to know what you're eating what you're drinking who with and where okay so I see my go to place would be somewhere hot and sunny but I've just run through the fucking desert yeah you know what I mean? So yeah, somewhere covered, somewhere with a ba- bal- on a balcony in Greece, let's nice. say, Lovely. Um, covered. So in the shade because I'd be really burned. Um, and then I would be with my 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 family, one hundred percent, and all their little ones. Um, I would be with my closest friends that are sorry, nothing to do with comedy because I would not give a fuck about comedy at that stage of my life. Yeah. So the people that. I know that are non-judgmental that would just go, we support you, well done, we love you. My twin brother, 100%. What would I eat? So I would... Okay, so I would do it across many courses. Small courses, but many. Oh, lovely. Um, definitely would not be... I mean, happy to be a couple of sharing platters. Not that many, because people just eat all the good bits. And it fucks me up, because I've just ran all that way. <laughs> Um, so my main there's no one there behaving in any kind of way that you're not happy with this right. is your ideal situation okay fine um, so across the middle of the table would just be one long long bit of wood that stretched all the way I mean we're talking that there'd be like a good hundred people there friends yeah. family whatever nice um, across that bit of wood would be all different kinds of bread sourdough you've got your baguettes mm. you've got your rye you've got every single kind of bread all freshly baked home baked mm-hmm. All across the middle. On either side of that, bread would be would be parma ham, all different kinds of oh, cured meats. Wow. you got your salamis, your Italian cured meats. You'd get, you'd have big bowls of olives, like real nice, fresh, big, juicy olives. And the amount of fucking cheese on that table <laughs> would be cheese 
<laughs> people didn't even know existed that they would have made just for me. Yes. It would be from the top scale of the most stinky blue, like nasty ass cheese, all the way down to your like melted big pots of camembert. You'd have some steak, which you could just dip right into that camembert, so it would just be pure meat and cheese. Oh. Yeah, there'd be some like carbonaras and some nice pastas and stuff at the end, but no one really gives a fuck. It's just pure meat and cheese. Okay, cool. I mean, it's just been one of the, the filthiest, sexiest answers I've ever, ever given to the question. Huge thanks to Maddie. Follow her on Twitter at Maddie underscore Anholt, A-N-H-O-L-T. She's got all sorts of stuff coming up on the telly box, but she can't reveal it yet. Snazzy pants. <laughs> but I'm sure she'll be tooting about that online once she can talk about it. And she's got a new one-woman show, which she'll be out and about with from the new year. 2019, that is, if you're listening in the future. What a dear funny plum she is. Very um, plump skin as well. Lovely plump skin. Please tell everyone you can contact on the internet and in real lives about this smelly podcast. I would be honoured if you would uh, let them all know about it. Rate, review and subscribe to this brilliant podcast and follow it on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's at the Hoovering Pod. And if you become my patron, that's at patreon.com forward slash the Hoovering Pod. And if you go straight up to ten dollars and you're at that threshold, when it flips over, uh, the money comes out of your account in exchange for rewards, you see, on the first of every month. If you're there for the January one, and then hanging around into mid-January, you'll get a special episode, a a secret special Hoovering first birthday episode that comes out in the late teens of January. And that's only for patrons over $10. Also, if you're already a patron and you're on $5, why don't you pop it up just for the one month? Merry Christmas to everyone. Follow me too. I'm at Jessica Fosterkew on all the socials. Also, come and see me live or email me. There's details on how to do that on my website, jessicafosterkew.com. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.